Welcome to Season 7. Now, this season is called The Stages of Home Construction. Look, I am so excited to be bringing this season to you, (laughs) seriously excited, because I know how powerful it will be in getting you informed for your project, whether you're building or you're renovating. So we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. But first... I want to let you know that this season is actually quite different to how I normally do the Get It Right podcast. Are you curious? I hope so. Let's dive in. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. Okay, so why is this season different? Well, I have a co-host. So firstly, let me introduce him and then I'll share why he and I are co-hosting this season. And I'll also let you know more about uh, what this season will actually include. Now, if you've been listening to the Get It Right podcast for a while, you may have heard my interview with Dwayne Pierce of D. Pierce Constructions. It was the last episode of season four. Season four was all about knowing your team and all of the people that you might need in the lead up to construction of building and renovating your home. And the last episode was an interview with Dwayne and it was called What Does a Builder Do? And in it, Dwayne and I spoke about the best you know, the best way to choose your builder and then how to work well with them. It's an awesome insight into the process of working with a builder and it's shared by a fantastic quality builder in Duane and it's it's actually one of the most downloaded and popular episodes for 2017. Now, since doing that episode, Duane and I have been cooking up behind the scenes loads of ideas about how we can work together and how we can help homeowners have a better experience in their building and renovation projects and how we can help builders and tradespeople as well work well with their clients, as in you, the beautiful UA community, as well. Now, in fact, Dwayne and his wife Camille and their fantastic team at DPS Constructions, they've been super busy. So not only in building and renovating homes, but also in building a brand new app that's all about helping homeowners and builders work more simply and well together. It's a cloud-based quoting app and it's called QuoteSpec. And I'll be sharing more about QuoteSpec across the coming episodes of this season because QuoteSpec is our podcast partner for season seven. And I'm I'm so chuffed to be able to be sharing this information with you because I know how powerful this app is going to be in really helping homeowners uh, in their projects. Now, if you haven't had the pleasure of meeting or hearing from Dwayne before, I really encourage you to head back to season four and listen to that interview. It's it, He just gives so much fantastic information really generously and people who've listened to it have just loved it and found it incredibly helpful. But let me tell you a bit more about him if this is the first time that you're hearing about Dwayne. So Dwayne Pierce is a Brisbane-based licensed builder and has over 20 years industry experience. He and his wife Camille and their team, they've been running DPS Constructions for 12 years now. 
Their business is an award-winning construction company that's actually based in Scarborough uh, in Queensland, which is outside of Brisbane, and they specialise in quality, high-end residential renovations and new builds, and they've worked with many of Queensland's best architects and trades. Their mission is to be acknowledged as an industry leader by building well-designed, functional homes. And Dwayne himself believes that building should be an enjoyable process. He is passionate about creating positive experiences for builders and for clients. And in addition to building quality homes, Dwayne also facilitates seminars for the building industry and for homeowners as well. Look, Dwayne is generally awesome all round, and I'm really happy about him being my co-host for this season on the podcast. So now let me tell you more about what Dwayne and I will be talking about across the course of this season. So as I said right at the start, this season is called the stages of home construction. We are diving into the process of home construction for both new builds and renovations so that you can feel informed as your project gets built. We'll be looking at the what, the when, the who and the how of each stage, and we'll be giving you loads of helpful, cost-saving and stress-saving ideas and information along the way. Have you ever wondered what actually is going to happen during the construction phase of your renovation or new home? You know, what is the actual step-by-step process of construction? What are the stages in how it gets built? And when will you have to make payments? What are they actually for? And how can you be sure that the work is complete and being done correctly? Because no doubt you've heard horror stories about builders going into liquidation in the middle of projects, homeowners already having paid 80% of their building contract sum with only 50% of their home actually being complete, or builders not coming back to finish the home because they've had their final bill paid and they're just not interested in returning to deal with the incomplete work. This construction phase can be a huge challenge. It can be full of stress and expensive problems for the newbie renovator or the newbie home builder. And when you enter into a contract with a builder for the renovation of your existing home or for the construction of your new one, you actually enter a legal process. That process is laid out in the document, in the contract that you sign together, and also in any accompanying documents and drawings that form part of that contract. And the contract describes the work that needs to be completed. It also outlines the obligations for both parties and the processes for contract execution are also detailed. Now, the contract, it also outlines how the work needs to be paid for as the project progresses. Whichever contract you're using, it will outline the total cost or contract sum for your project, and then that will be broken into a schedule of payments. Those payments will be aligned with completion of specific work as you move through each stage in your building or renovation project. And this can be a great source of confusion for homeowners. Now, these staged contract payments, they're also known as draws, progress payments, progress claims. You know, this is just some of the terminology that's used for them. And what a lot of homeowners struggle with is knowing actually whether the builder has finished the work that they're claiming a payment for and making sure that they're not getting caught out and paying ahead. So in this season of the podcast, Dwayne and I are taking you through the stages of home construction. We're talking about what happens in each stage, 
who can be involved. We'll also show you how this work can be aligned with the specific draws that will be identified in your contract. So this will help you understand some of the terminology that's being used, what each stage means in the actual physical construction of your home, what you'll see happening on site, what types of things that you can expect to see as your home progresses, and what you're paying for as you go. But of course, you get Dwayne and I in a room together, and you know that we'll be uncovering loads more. In this season, we also share stories uh, where things go wrong in projects and the systems and specific processes that you can implement to avoid this in your project. We talk about strategies to save time and to save money as your renovation or new home gets built. By the end of this season, you will have a fantastic picture of what to expect from your builder and your building process so that before you get started, you'll be able to choose a builder well, establish expectations around how you wish to work with them and be able to understand each step of the process. You'll be able to measure whether work is proceeding as desired and if your builder is performing as you need them to and that you're getting what you've paid for in your home. And you'll also know how to be a fantastic client and a proactive homeowner so that you don't get caught out with all of the decisions that you need to make and all the choices that need to be made as you go. And so that you don't get locked into things unknowingly and get trapped with things that you actually don't want in your home because you weren't informed to make certain decisions up front. Look, to be frank, Dwayne and I do not hold back in this season. You are getting a real insider's view of the industry and you're benefiting from our shared experience that actually spans several decades, hundreds of projects and millions of dollars worth of construction. Now, regarding the actual contracts that are used for the construction of new home and uh, new homes and renovations, look, based on where you live, either in Australia or around the world, there will be a few different ones to choose from. Dwayne himself, he generally uses the Master Builders uh, Association's contract. So that's Australia's, you know, one of Australia's governing bodies over the building industry and membership bodies. And so the Master Builders or MBA's contract, that's the one that we're, we're going to be looking at. So, but the process and the segmenting of payments, that that strategy, that knowledge, that can be applied across other contracts. And once you actually understand the terminology and the overall strategy, that will definitely help you be able to apply that to your project specifics. Now, before I move on, I just want to share a word about builders and money. And so you can understand how they charge and how they get paid. Because again, this can be a cause of confusion, uh, of frustration and of uh, of a real uh, sense of contention uh, between homeowners and builders in the industry. Dwayne and and I actually touched on this in our interview in season four. And Dwayne explained ways that you can find and choose a builder that is financially stable so that you can protect yourself in your building or renovation process. Project. Financial stability in a builder is super important. Dwayne actually talks across the season uh, of you know the stages of home construction. He talks about the fact that he believes that a lot of builders are trading insolvently. It's worth recognising that the builder is basically a bank when it comes to building or renovating your home. So yes, you may be paying for the work of your your building or renovation project, and that may, money may be coming out of savings or it may be being financed by 
by your bank or another lender. However, if the builder is actually operating legitimately, you know, what they'll be doing is they'll actually be putting in progress claims for the work that they've just completed or paid for for them by themselves on your project. So they're basically cash flowing your build before you reimburse them for it or your bank reimburses them. So, you know, it's worth understanding that that what happens is obviously the builder pays for all of the work, the builder, you know, lines up all the trades, the builder orders all of the materials and products and those types of things. They complete that phase of work and then they send an invoice for that work. And that's obviously when that invoice needs to be reviewed. You need to check that the work has actually occurred on site. Your lender may need to also check that if you're working with an architect or a project manager or a building inspector of some sort as your representative, they will potentially check that 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 work has been done. And so all of that coordination can actually create a bit of a lag between the progress claim or the draw being presented, the bank signing it off for payment, and then the builder actually getting that money in their account to then be able to pay their trades, their suppliers uh, and themselves for the work that has already taken place. And so, you know, builders can be carrying those payments for a while as they wait to get reimbursed for completed work. And, you know, Duane explains in this season that, you know, sometimes a builder might have several projects on the go at once. And so it won't just be your draw that they're waiting on, but they might be waiting on the draws from several other projects and have, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars of money tied up in waiting for those, all of those draws to be paid to them. Now, this is where some projects and some builders builders get into serious trouble and hence Dwayne's comments about believing that some builders are trading insolvently. Builders who you know, there are builders who really struggle with managing their cash flow or they scale really quickly uh, or they just find that whole management process difficult. You know, being taught about cash flow management and business management is not something that happens inside a builder's license training. So, you know, you'll find that there are these builders who are actually paying for current work with their future work. So what I mean by this is that they're they're charging they're either charging ahead for their work, so uh, they're basically putting in draws for work that is yet to be done, not work that has been completed, or alternatively, they're not paying their subcontractors or their suppliers or their staff until they get paid, which means that those suppliers and subcontractors and staff can be waiting some time for uh, uh, for for their invoices to be paid, or it can be a combination of both of those things and a, a series of other activities. Now, this is really how homeowners can get into situations where their builder gets financially into trouble and leaves them in the lurch with unfinished projects. You know, more work has been paid for than what has been completed on site and the builder is getting more and more stressed about the cash flow and how they're going to keep things moving along. Far too often, far too often, I've heard and seen stories about builders going into liquidation. You know, they have their own homes on the line as the security for their businesses. They're forward uh, invoicing for work. They're paying their current work with future work. The homeowner, meanwhile, has paid for 80 to 90% of a project. uh, And then the builder goes into liquidation and work on site is only 40 to 50% complete. So they're out of pocket for the homeowner is out of pocket for work that hasn't yet occurred. And then they're trying to find another builder who's going to be able to complete that project. And so they're paying for that work twice. Now, the builder has kept putting in progress claims. They're juggling all of their outgoing bills. And the homeowner, you know, hasn't known what 
is included. There's sometimes where homeowners don't check that the work on site has actually been done as per what the builder is asking for. They don't understand, they don't know what to look for, and they can get really caught out by all the terminology and it being a process that they just don't, they just don't understand. And so, you know, the homeowner's not known what they can expect to see in the construction of their project. They've not checked that the builder's completed that work. They've just forwarded that onto the bank. The bank has come, or potentially the bank, you know, Dwayne talks in this season about the fact that not all banks send somebody to inspect that the work has been completed. Sometimes, depending on the budget of the work that's being done, the bank will just pay the draw based on the builder putting the invoice forward. You know, there's a cocktail of uh, steps and processes there that can get homeowners into a lot of trouble financially if they don't, if they just don't understand what they can expect and how to be sure that they're getting what they've paid for. And so it's very difficult. I can completely see and understand, you know, why so many homeowners really struggle to have certainty around this whole thing. And that lack of knowledge and that lack of confidence brings fear. And, you know, you feel like you're walking around with a target on your forehead, just waiting to be ripped off and taken advantage of. And when you know that not paying the builder can actually hold up work on site, you know, that really that really can put you on the back foot and you can you know know that if you don't pay for the work as it's being presented to you then you can put be put in jeopardy of being in breach of the contract yourself and you know you as someone doing this for the first time you can feel so beholden to the process and really backed into a corner as a result so this podcast season is all about helping you understand the stages of home construction. We are going to unravel this stuff. We are going to prevent this from being your story because you will have the knowledge you need. This is so that you can navigate the construction of your new home or your renovation with far more confidence and ease, knowing what to expect, what you'll be paying for and keeping tabs on things as they progress. This is why I'm so excited. This has been information that the UA community has been asking for for some time. I have been, you know, I'm just so excited to be bringing this to you because I just know that it's going to be game changing for you in building or renovating your home. Now, let me explain a bit more about the structure of your contracts, payments or draws uh, so that you can see how we're going to be using that to take you through each of the episodes uh, in this season. So in any contract you'll have stage payments that you'll be required to make along the way. And they're always outlined at the beginning of your job when you actually sign the contract. So you'll get presented with a contract sum, which is the total cost for the construction of your renovation or new build project based on the scope of works that you've outlined in your drawings and your specifications, you know, all of those types of things. So contract gets prepared, contract sum gets put on there. That's the total cost for the work that you're asking to have the builder do. Then, and that contract sum will be allocated in percentages across each of the staged payments or draws in a contract. So, for example, the first progress claim or the first draw, that will be the deposit. And that will be identified potentially as, you know, 5% of your contract sum. And we'll talk more about these percentages as we move through the season. But you'll see this if you ever see a building contract, perhaps you're being presented with one right now, you will see that there's this percentage against each of these stages and you're paying progressively for your project to be done so that at the point of completion, you've paid 100% of that contract sum. 
Now, the Master Builders Association contract that we'll be generally referring to, it actually has three methods that the builder can choose from to structure the number and the regularity of these scheduled payments. And so your builder will generally choose which one they prefer to use, and then they'll present that option to you. So the first method is actually written into the contract as a standard schedule of payments. And it's described in the contract as option A or method A. And It's what we're going to use to structure the episodes across this season just to keep things simple so that, you know, you can see how that rolls out. What you need to know, though, is that Method A actually only breaks the payments for your whole construction project into six or so chunks. So, you know, if you're building a project, perhaps, or you're doing a renovation or an extension, and it might take nine months to to construct and complete, and it may cost, you know... $800,000, say, if you're only breaking that into six payments, if you're using method A, you're only breaking that $800,000, that that nine months into six payments across that course, that's going to mean a long time between very chunky payments. Look, method A is really only suitable for very simple project homes on flat sites, you know, very simple construction that happen and get built very, very quickly in a very systematic way. You know, some of those projects can get built inside of four months and you can so and they can obviously be far lower cost. And so you can see method A will mean smaller, more regular payments across a shorter time frame and a lower budget. To be frank though, it is in your interest to pay the builder regularly so that you can help them manage their cash flow and you can keep your project moving smoothly. Smaller, more regular payments that will help your your cash flow and it'll also help the builders. So as a result of this, and builders are, they know this and they're more and more builders are learning this. Uh, and so the contracts are now facilitating this as well. So many builders are now using method or option B and or method or option C. And, you know, these can be described in different ways across different contracts, but I'll explain a bit about what method B and what method B, what method C actually are. So in a master builder's contract, method B actually enables the builder to list more draws than the standard list that's in method A. Okay. So at this stage, Dwayne generally uses the method B uh, in his contracts. And so we're going to be talking about how that works as we move through the podcast episodes. You know, we'll talk about sort of the big chunky draw that's described in method A, but what that might be broken down to in a series of draws if you're using method B. You'll start to see how the different work fits into each of the draws. And, and you'll also learn a lot of the terminology that's associated with construction generally and with the measuring of milestones and targets on a building project. Now, the third method, method C, it actually enables a builder to make a regular claim that's based on a period of time. So they'll still need to demonstrate that the work that they're claiming for has been complete, of course. Um, But what this helps them do is actually regulate their cash flow. So for example, you know, in, in an actually really sort of regulated way, I suppose, because Method C says that they can they can present a draw every 14 days or every 21 days or whatever time frame they are looking to have in the contract, they'll set that out for the duration of the build. Now, some builders are using this more regularly. And if you think about, you know, anything that you do, if you have a if you're employed in a job or you're employing other people, you know, you'll be paying their salaries on a fortnightly basis or on a monthly basis. So it's really just translating that type of strategy across to the construction project 
process to help a builder regulate their cash flow across the duration of a build. We talk a bit in this season about the difference that banks view the the contract payments and how that can work into the process. Some banks will have a lot of difficulty with this uh, method C, this either, you know, 14 days, 21 days. Sometimes banks will only approve finance on contracts like that if you have an architect uh, overseeing the construction process and signing off on those draws or those progress claims. So all of that can come into play when you're working out which contract method is going to be the best for you and what your bank is going to be willing to finance and that, you know, money is going to need to flow through the way that it needs to flow through. You know, and I will say this now, right up front, big disclaimer, okay, when it comes to any conversations around contracts, you know, Dwayne and I are not lawyers. We're just sharing our personal experience and we recommend always that where you get legal advice, you know, as with any contractual issue, because the contract conditions and also what method of payment you know, you're going to choose and what's going to suit you and your project, it's really essential that you get some legal advice around that so that you understand the role that you will be playing and what obligations are going to be placed on you throughout the duration of your project. My general feeling, uh, however, is that it's, it is actually better to have more regular payments that you can actually attribute to specific work and progress on your build. You know, it actually enables you to see the gradual nature of your home's construction to pay as you go, and it helps the builder to manage their cash flow in a more regular fashion. You'll actually see across the course of this season just how many steps, you know, materials, products, people, moving parts and coordination goes into each stage of home construction. And if you only have a limited number of drawers that have bigger timeframes between them, you'll actually find that it's it's just hard to see what's being done. You know, it's hard to keep track of what is happening in each one because potentially the stuff that's being charged for will have already been buried under the next phase of construction, you know, the next stage. And so you can't always see that the work has actually been completed, even though it says on an invoice that it has, you know, if you're not regularly seeing this work progress and if it's built, you know, packaged up in these chunkier stages, it can be really challenging. So breaking them down into smaller, more regular drawers, that can actually make it far simpler for you to track progress across shorter timeframes and always be on top of progress in your project and have time to pivot, change, you know, check in, really keep the strategy and the progress of things happening so that you're always across things every step of the way. So let me take you through the actual stages of home construction as outlined in method A, okay? The standard ones that are built into the master builder's contract and into some other contracts. And, you know, if you look a lot on a lot of banking sites, they'll outline these as the standard stages of home construction and the draws that they recognise. So, it's terminology that you'll need to become familiar with. And this is the terminology that you'll hear over the coming season. In each episode, we're going to explain as we go, how various work can be aligned to these basic stages. So practically, you'll understand what you'll be seeing on site, who you'll be seeing on site and how that will work uh, when it's aligned with these various stages. Okay. So stage one is the deposit stage. Stage two is the demolition or site preparation stage. So whether you're building new, it'll obviously be the site preparation. If you're, if you're renovating and extending, there'll be demol- de- partial demolition and then site preparation. Of course, if you're building new on a block that has an existing house on it, then there'll be some demolition involved as well. Stage three is the base or slab stage. 
Stage four is the frame stage. Stage five is the lockup or enclosed stage. And lockup can actually be quite different from enclosed. So we'll explain more about that when the time comes in that episode, because that can be a source of contention with the banks as well. Stage six is the fix it, fix it or fit out stage. And then stage seven is practical completion. Now, you may or may not see stage two, that demolition or site preparation stage in a method A. I've popped it in there because we want to be able to deal with builds, uh, new builds and renovations as we go through the course of this season. Now, there's some funny terminology in there, isn't there? And, you know, I'm just so looking forward to, you know, helping you unravel this, helping you understand what this actually means for you and your home as you navigate the construction of your reno or new home. Now, as I said earlier, this is information that so many in the UA community have asked me for. So I'm really excited that we'll be sharing it in such detail and really supporting you in understanding more about the stages of home construction. Now, before I wrap up, there's two more things that I want to mention to you, okay? So earlier in the podcast, uh, I mentioned that the app QuoteSpec that Dwayne and his team uh, have created. So, you know, QuoteSpec is an awesome tool and I'm so glad to be sharing information about this app with you as it solves a serious problem that I hear so regularly from homeowners and one that causes loads of annoyance and stress. Look, as a homeowner, if you've ever experienced getting a quote for any renovation or building project, you know, large or small, you'll know just how varied those quotes can be, not only in the price, but in the way that they're presented to you physically. You know, as an architect, I've seen everything from a handwritten letter, you know, given in an envelope that might have a few lines written it that say, we will do this job for X amount of money. And that can be like a, you know, that X amount of money can be $900,000. Like and it's literally like three lines on a page, uh, and then that can, you know the same job can be quoted by a different builder with a really detailed trade breakdown, and it's full of all sorts of numbers and all sorts of quantities, and you're looking at the two of them, and you know that's incredibly it's confusing and frustrating for those of us inside the industry. So as a homeowner, that's just bewildering, and it can be really hard to compare apples with apples and to know if everything has been included in the price. Unfortunately you know, you find out that it's not when it's too late. You've already started your project. You've committed to a contract. You've signed on the dotted line. You discover that your assumption that something was included, it's wrong. It wasn't included. And, you know, or that something, you thought something was going to be done a certain way and it's been completely missed in the process of preparing the quote and the contract sum. You know, that's when budget and time blowouts occur and often very difficult and stressful conversations and sometimes arguments as well. Site gets really confrontational. Your relationships get really full of animosity. And that's when projects become really unenjoyable and stressful overall. You know, Dwayne and his amazing team at DPS Constructions, they'd seen it all. You can imagine in the in the experience that they've had and the time that they've been building and renovating and dealing with other builders and, and tradespeople and clients, you know, they just got sick of builders and homeowners getting caught out all the time. And so they sought a way to fix this. And that's why they created QuoteSpec. QuoteSpec is a cloud-based app that enables builders and tradespeople to create great-looking, professional, easy-to-read and comprehensive detailed quotes for renovation and building projects in a simple and super-fast way. 
Because it's cloud-based, it can be accessed anywhere by builders and by tradespeople via the app, on their phone, their device, their computer, and also by clients that they need to share that quote information with. This enables builders and tradespeople to describe exactly what is included in their quote. And as a homeowner, it's super easy for you to access and to read a quote in quote spec and understand what your quote covers and what it doesn't. You know, as a builder or a tradesperson, quote spec is a time-saving and, pro- and professional way to present really important information to a potential client in a way that actually enables you to secure more jobs quickly, knowing that you've not left anything out and that you've taken care of your client, the homeowner, along the way. During the project, you know, as a homeowner, you can access the quote on quote spec. You can see what allowance you have for the things that are in there, you know, that you might need to choose or change, and you can communicate with your builder about it. It's actually a fantastic platform because it keeps all of the correspondence around the quote and the contract in one place. And I'll be explaining more about this as the season moves forward because this is one of the most, you know, it's one a really powerful thing about using quote spec. It becomes this hub and that keeps everyone informed and protected as well. You will hear us across the course of this season talk so much about the importance of communication and where that can really trip people out. So I, you know, understanding this and how that relates to getting your quote done and using a tool, you know, such as quote spec, incredibly powerful. So, you know, homeowners, I'd really love you to ask your builder or tradesperson, do you use QuoteSpec? And if they don't, you know, send them to this webpage uh, to find out more about it. So this is www.quotespec.com.au forward slash undercover architect. You can go and check that out yourself. You can learn more about the tool and talk to your builders and tradespeople about it so that you can get them to be using it and communicating with you in a really clear and informed way. So QuoteSpec is Q-U-O-T-E, so quote, spec, S-P-E-C, and the website's quotespec.com.au forward slash undercover architect. Look, I love it as a tool and a platform, and I know that you will too. Now, lastly, I want to let you know about a new online program that I've launched in collaboration with this season of the podcast. This program is called Manage Your Build, and it's all about helping you navigate the construction of your new home or renovation with sanity, feeling confident and informed. If you want to be better informed about what's happening during the construction of your home or understand what you can expect of your builder or of the contract and whether you're getting what you've paid for, then Manage Your Build is designed to simplify this for you. Manage Your Build will give you key knowledge, tools, cheat sheets, industry insider checklists and tips, plus strategies to save your sanity and budget as well. This online program can support you, help you avoid expensive mistakes and drama and put you in the driver's seat, feeling confident during the construction of your new home or renovation. Head to www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash manage your build to see more about what's inside the program and how it can save you stress and money as you navigate the construction of your renovation or new home. So that website again is www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash manage your build. 
Okay, are you excited about what you'll be learning over the course of this season about the construction of your new home or renovation project? I really hope so because I am super excited to be bringing this knowledge to you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you're the first to know when new episodes are released. Tell your friends, your families, your colleagues that this is here. Tell your builders, your tradespeople, you know, and get ready for the next week as we're going to dive into the first episode of this season the stages of home construction. We're going to be talking about the very first step that you take in starting off your construction project. So make sure you tune in then. Now, remember to head to the show notes. I've got all the links there that I've mentioned in this uh, episode and you'll be able to get more information there. So until next time, bye. Bye.